guests in the building. Everybody, I'm telling y'all, all you have to do is let me know what it is you want to talk about. Let me figure out what it is. Watch it, read it, whatever, and we can talk about it. I want to make sure people understand that this whole podcast is 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 fun conversation. And oftentimes, you know, we all sit down on social media, sit around and we type our thoughts and give our opinions anyway. So why not record it and see if we can put it out there for the outside world to listen? We all formulate opinions, so why not? So got a new guest in the building. Got DJ in the building with me. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Good to be here. I'm feeling good. Definitely appreciate you uh, throwing me this live, man, because you brought this topic to my attention. And the other day when you was like Kevin Samuels, I was like, man, the name sound familiar. And I was like, who is this guy? So then you shot me a couple videos, a couple clips or whatever. And then as soon as I seen his face, I was like, yeah, I know who dude is. <laughs> and... The thing was, I've seen his face on other people's posts, different little comments, because he definitely knows how to strike up open debate. Oh, and yeah. I was like, when I first started listening to Dude, I was turned off by it. Because a lot of the clips that I heard, it was him, I felt like, going after people's, you know, personal he was critiquing how people look and how much they weigh and stuff like that and i was like man he's finna send a lot of these people <laughs> somewhere crying or needing psychiatric help because it's like dang but the more and more i listened to some of his videos and some of his content it was like it ain't necessarily him being mean or whatever he's just brutally honest yeah yeah man and and that's the thing that, you know, a lot of people have trouble looking at because with Kevin Samuels, like you said, he's brutally honest. And people automatically hear that, you know, he's he's rating or like he's judging uh, women and stuff like that. And then it's like, but we do that every day. Period. Exactly. That's society. You know, and Kevin Samuels said it all the time, you know, we have Miss America, Miss Universe, like a standard of beauty and, you know, everything else. So it's like you think he's doing something that's wrong, but women women do it all the time. They, they They rate men based on money, height, how they look, stuff like that. Now, just because they're not saying it out on air, on a podcast, or on a YouTube channel, like, it's, it's still the same thing. Exactly. And that's where you shine the light on it and opened up my mind a little bit because I really didn't know dude's background. So for those that don't really know, um, Kevin Samuels, he's a, a life mentor, right? Kind of. Yeah. Well, he 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 came through as a um, he's a he's a personal image consultant, professional image consultant. And, you know, he works with a lot of high-end clients and stuff like that, show them how to dress and, you know, make them create the best version of themselves. And he kind of 
at least the way he put it, he kind of flew into this because he talks to all these men. He said he's talked to thousands of high-value men, and that's where his specialty is. He talks about high-value. So, uh, like me, I'm not a high-value man. I'm not. I don't make six figures, six, seven figures, because it starts with money. And, you know, uh, he he talks to these women that want these men that has all this money because when you look at it, when it comes to women, they judge based on money. Can you provide? Can you protect? Do you have mm-hmm. these resources? If you're a mom on the street, they ain't going to give you a second look. Ain't that the same thing as rating and judging? I, I definitely agree there. Now, I am going to push back on your opening comment just a little bit because you said I don't look at myself as a high-value man, and that's where I disagree. So there go my first. I respectfully disagree right out the gate because, in my opinion, I feel like society has brainwashed us all into believing that uh, a high value, quote unquote, man equates to how much money he has or what is it that he can bring to the table from a monetarily perspective. And that is a great introduction to the video that you sent me because the video was him speaking with the lady. She was in her early thirties and he was asking her, you know, what are, what are her expectations in life? What is it that she wants? And she said that she wants to get married. She wants to have kids, but she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. So then he started questioning her in terms of, okay, you want to be a stay-at-home mom. What is it that you're going to bring to the table while your husband is out working? And she literally had no response to that. And that's the part that started, you know, okay, now I'm interested in what he's saying. So going back to your comment, it's like, I'm not going to put myself in a box based off a dollar amount because at the end of the day if I know that I'm waking up and I'm spending every minute of the day doing what I need to do to provide for my family for my kids putting food on the table putting clothes on their back making sure they have all the resources that they need to get through this 24-hour window that each one of us has we have 24 hours in a day I'm focused on this 24-hour window that I have and what can I do to prepare my family for the next 24 hours and the 24 hours after that, I can do that with $150. I don't need $100 million to get me through these 24 hours. But for whatever reason, people feel like we have to put a price tag on our bond. And, again, I apologize ahead of time. I had to prep myself. <laughs> I, I told my wife last night. I showed her the video, told her what we was going to talk about. So I'm trying to keep myself out the doghouse before I even go down this road. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? Uh, let me uh, let me, let me backpedal just a little bit. Like when I said that I'm not a high-value man, I am not a high-value man by how Kevin Samuels defines it. Perfect. So I'll, I'll throw that out there because if you ask my wife, she'll probably say I'm a high-value man. Because of my qualifications. But Perfect. when so, it comes to Kevin Samuels' version, 
no, no, that's 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 not me. Exactly, and that's where I feel like it's like okay, there's a you got to draw that thin line between reality and this perception that social media has fooled everyone into thinking this is what is needed in order to succeed in life. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, I, I hear you. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm going to always make sure that I try to encourage people don't even think like that, even according to his standards. Who is he? Because, again, when I first seen his face, I was like, man, I ain't paying attention to this dude. Like, who is this? Because <laughs> every video that I saw, I felt like he was attacking people. And I never gave it the time to actually sit down and let it all manifest to understand the full context of the conversation. So that's where I owe that man an apology. Because after I watched this video that you showed me, I was like, wait a minute, he's he's actually stepping up for the brothers, man. Like he's he's I ain't gonna I don't wanna use the word put her in her place, but he definitely left her stuck. Yeah, man. And you know what? You you brought up a good point just now. He's stepping up for the brothers. And that is his main thing that he's trying to do because when you look at society, how many talk shows, TV shows that cater to the man, especially the black man. You always had, you know, Oprah and uh, Sally, Ricky Lake. Uh, shoot, you even got Mari. Shoot, you can throw Mari in there <laughs> because you 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 look at the situation. Because um, you know, is is this the father? What happens every time when the father come out? He gets booed. Yeah, he gets booed, and yet he was telling the truth the whole time. With men, we're always proving guilty first. And then have to prove ourselves later. Damn, you're right. You're right. And even with the, uh, you are not the father. Even when they pull out those results, instantly you have sympathy for the woman. It, the woman boy. starts crying. <laughs> so now the cameras is chasing after her. And it's like now everybody feels sorry for her. But in reality, it's the guy that's the victim. He got ran through the dirt. But. On national TV. And yeah, right. when the results finally come out, now y'all won't cheer for him. Nah, don't cheer for me. That's why you be <laughs> seeing them dancing and doing backflips after the results, uh, yelling about I told y'all so. Right. So that that's, you know what, I ain't even think about it that way. And to me, it all kind of centers around the problem with social media. We love drama. We love negativity. So, again, not to keep beating a dead horse, it's like as soon as I saw clips of him speaking, that's what I thought it was. I was like, this is another person that done made a career out of drama, being negative, things of that nature. And I automatically put him in the category with old buddy um, Jackson or whatever. The, Derek, 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 Derek Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. And I was just like, man, he, he's just another one of them. So, again, I apologize. So, real quick, I'm going to play the first <laughs> clip. What I want to do is just give bits and pieces of this conversation. If you all want to, feel free to go on YouTube and pull up the video. Um, Kevin Samuels, and the title of it is, I Don't Want to Be a Slave and Look Better Than Beyonce. That's what the uh, title is on YouTube. Like I said, it was about a 30-minute, 30 35-minute uh, video or whatever. And 
by the end of it, I was blown away. So real quick, play this little quick sound bite, and then we're going to give our thoughts on it. Um, ultimately, I want a man that's a provider. Okay. I'm willing to work Okay. in the beginning, but when it's time to have children, I do want to be able to stay at home okay. and raise the children. Right. And so they're able How many kids would you like? Issues with me. Uh, ideally three to four, but right now I would say at the age that I am, maybe two. How old are you? 32. Well, I'll be 32 soon. Okay. So you want to be a traditional housewife then? I wouldn't say ultra traditional, but somewhat, yes. Okay. Yes. But you want the man to be a traditional provider? Yes. Ideally, I would like that. Okay. That sounds like an imba imbalance. I don't necessarily think so. If you need him to be a traditional provider, mm -hmm. but he's not getting a traditional housewife, what is he getting that... What is he getting that's better than a traditional housewife because his, okay. his his responsibility is here what's he going to get that's here or above what does a traditional housewife entail well you tell me because you said you're not one <laughs> uh you picked the right one you know housewife <laughs> i'm just imagining kind of being a slave <laughs> so that's Let me stop you right here. Let me stop you right here. Let me stop you right here. Mm -hmm. Where are your people from? Uh, my mom's from Trinidad and my dad's from Jamaica. So I see that. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't need white. We don't need white supremacy, racism. Well, now we got is this: that you think that the women who came before you were slaves. It's not it's not that necessarily, but just what I'm seeing in, in the media and just all around me, I see women trying to be this housewife for men, traditional housewife for men, and they're just getting like, I, can I curse? Uh, are you, well, be prepared to be challenged on anything you're gonna say, because you tell me in the media, I'm gonna ask you what you watch. Excuse me? What are you talking about when women, a woman who's, mm, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Traditional housewife, what media are you talking about? Uh, So let's, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I want you to define what traditional housewife is. No, 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 no. Because you in my mind, traditional you, I, housewife no, no. is being home. You can't over talk me. That's how we, no, no, we don't do that. Stick okay. Down. I said traditional housewife. You said, no, not traditional housewife. All right, so you was thinking of something. And then you talk about, well, from what I'm seeing in the media, I'm asking you what media? You haven't answered any questions. Okay. What media are you talking about? So that's, that's at that point, I got my popcorn out now. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. This is not the conversation that I thought it was going to be. And at that point, like this is early in their conversation, now she's, uh, uh, well, social media. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? To me, in my opinion, you're automatically disqualified because you're sitting at home with your phone, tablet, computer, whatever. 
and you're looking at other people's lives or advertisements and you're forming this perception in your mind of, well, that's what I'm supposed to have. That's what I should have. When in reality, half the stuff on social media is fake anyway. People are pretending to be something that they're not. That's true. So I was like, all right, yeah, this is good. So real quick, man, this is this is what led to what I wanted to talk about in regards to traditional provider versus traditional housewife. And she was painting this picture or she has this picture in her mind that a traditional housewife is a slave. Mm. Well, well, well. Uh, I could say this. I, my mother and father been married for 40 plus years. Okay. My mom was a traditional housewife. And my dad worked a lot. He took care of the house. My mom didn't have to pay for nothing, you know, anything like that. You know, so... I seen what my mom did, and if you think that that's a slave, uh, I don't know what you smoking on. <laughs> Shoot, right. a, a housewife that's that's just as hard as any job that any man can possibly have, especially when you have multiple kids. I'm one of six, so right. my mom she did everything from cooking, cleaning, and. Uh, taking care of the kids, helping us, uh, you know, raising us and stuff like that. And, you know, it's a full-time job. It, it is, man. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just don't understand how the word slave can come out somebody's mouth, but that's the modern woman now for you. The modern woman don't want to, that. well, that's how they look at it. I'll put it like that. That's, that's how a lot of modern women look at it. They think that they can, uh, you know, just do whatever they want as, um, shoot, how can I put that? Uh, I know where you're going. Hey, I, man, I get where you're going. Like, but, but like he said, like, it's you want to be, you're a modern woman wanting a traditional man. So define traditional man. That's basically a man who's putting in hours, over 40 hours a week, doing whatever he can to support his family, a man that protects his family, also a man who's leading his family. And I think that the leading part is kind of what twists the modern woman. Like, they want yeah. to be just straight up equal. Ooh. That's, that's, a, that's a great word. And real quick, I'm going to lay this blanket down so we – so we are both protected by this blanket, <laughs> man, because I told you that, like, please understand, I had this conversation with a young woman yesterday, the same thing we're talking about now, and I invited her to have the conversation with us because I didn't want two males to sit down and have this conversation without having a female's perspective on it as well. So it don't come off as, oh, uh, that's just men bashing women again, blah, blah, blah. That is not the case. And when I had this conversation yesterday, we actually were debating it. Like, it might have ruffled a few little feathers or whatever, but this person, they didn't want to get on the air, get on mm-hmm. the mic or whatever, talk about it, and that's fine. So anybody that's listening to us talk, if you want to follow up with this episode and give a woman's thoughts or a female's perspective on what we're saying, 
definitely feel free to reach out to me and we can definitely record that and I'll be sure to get that posted so that people can understand both sides of the spectrum. So going back to what you said with modern women and being equal. And I, I agree with you because I grew up in a period where my grandparents were married. My mother and father were not married. I grew up in a single parent household, but I was able to see a traditional marriage with my grandparents. So then you kind of fast forward. And as I'm growing up, you did see the shift in more women wanting to be independent, get a higher education, go into the workplace. They want a, a equal seat at the table. They want to be on some of these boards up there with their male counterparts and they felt that they deserve equal pay. In my opinion, at that point, you tip the scale of a traditional marriage or a traditional uh, housewife versus a traditional husband because now you're talking about two people that come together and we have somewhat of an equal income. Yeah. So the the money part is equal, but when you have the conversation, women still feel that the man still has to take care of everything. Yep. And I'm like, but where is the balance? Because mm -hmm. you want it to be equivalent. You want it to have the same accomplishments, the same titles, the same credentials. But when it comes to marriage and building a family, you still expect him to be the sole provider. Well, what do you do with your income? Mm -hmm. What do you do with the things that, that you wanted to bring to the table? And then if a man suggests, man, I, I want a hot meal. I don't ever come home to a hot meal. All you got is takeout, this yeah. and that. You're offended by it. Oh, man. And it's like. Preach. It's like, <laughs> no, don't, don't take offense to this. I'm saying that you want me to be the traditional provider well, the traditional provider came home to a hot meal. Yeah. And I saw that with my grandfather. My grandfather was a master carpenter. So he, a lot of the homes in my hometown, he built. He, his, he knew how to use his hands. He had a skill. He had a craft. Mm -hmm. So he spent all day out building, sweating. When he came home, there was a plate already made. My grandfather also had his own garden. So a lot of the fruits and vegetables and stuff that we ate, I grew up on, came from the backyard. Mm. So he tilled the ground, planted all the seeds. One row you got corn. One row you got eggplant. You got cabbage. You got squash. You got turnips, tomatoes. He planted it, watered everything. While he's out at work, my grandmother gets up, hey, what are we going to eat tonight? Well, I'm going to go out here and pick a couple ears of corn pick some some mm -hmm. squash, pick this and that. While he's at work, she's washing all of this stuff, cutting, cooking, and by the time he gets home, it's prepared. Yep. And he took care of the family financially. She took care of the family nurturing. Yep. To me, that's that's a that's a that's a even like that's that's Yeah. That, that's perfect. Like we we found that balance. You take care of this, I take care of that. But now it's like, 
I ain't finna be slaving over no hot stove. Mm-hmm. You need to come home and cook for me sometimes. You need to do the laundry sometimes. And it's like, well, damn. <laughs> if that's the case, I might as well do it all. And I don't need you. Yeah, and see that that right there, that right there, that's where he says, you know, if a man's doing his job plus what you might be doing if you're a housewife, then it's kind of like, why, like, why are you here? And then it kind of goes into, because uh, there was this question that was asked, and it, it stumps a lot of women. And they say that, um, how they put it? it was like, what do you bring to the table? You can't say sex. You can't say the table. Ooh. And that stumps a lot of women. And what Kevin Samuels tries to put out there, he's saying that uh, what men want is a woman who is fit, friendly, fit, friendly, and uh, uh, feminine and cooperative. So a lot of women get upset just over the word cooperative, which is the word (laughs) submissive. Facts. And so they look at that word like her and the modern woman use the term slave. Now, right. now she's looking at it like, okay, that's like, and that's not. So, like, it's nah. <laughs> so no. Hold on, real quick, real quick, because I'm gonna go to the next clip. Go ahead, and, go then, ahead. and then we'll continue our conversation. So then, check this one out. Working, no. So that's what a traditional housewife is: taking care of and not working. To me, yes. Oh, okay. So, uh, and that's getting the shit into the stick. Uh, from. What I've seen so far, yes. From what I've seen so far, yes. That's why right. I get your definition of it. Well, why did then why do you want it? Uh, why then, why, why, then why do you want a man to take? Then why do you want a man to get out here and work and pay all the bills so you can sit at home? I didn't necessarily phrase it as that. I said that's that what it is wanted a provider for the you most- wanted to be able to work and you want I, I, I asked the question i asked the question so i'm very clear mm-hmm. i asked the question you don't want to have to work to pay significant bills after you're pregnant you want a man to be a traditional provider i've said that three times okay but how we get to it you don't have to want to be able to, the one carrying the financial family load you want to be provided for yeah and then what is he going to get because he's not going to get a traditional wife what is he going to get He's gonna get the love and support that I have. You buy a goddamn dog for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you hit it on the head, dude, and it's like that's that's perfect how we got to this point. And I already had this clip already put in on the machine, so none of this conversation is rehearsed. But it's like he's asking her this question, and she legit don't know what she wants. So mm-hmm. we already established that she's looking on social media, she's looking elsewhere to get a a idea of what it is that she wants or what she expects to get out of life in a husband. And to me, it's like, that's the problem. You're looking at other people thinking that, well, maybe this is what love is. This is what a marriage is. This is what you know, everybody's situation is different. And that's why to me, it's like, I'm never going to compare myself to somebody else or what somebody else has because at the end of the day, you don't know what they go through behind closed doors. 
You don't know what that man or woman had to sacrifice to even get to where they are in life. So, no, you can admire it from a distance. Like, you know what? Man, mm-hmm. he, he takes his wife breakfast in bed. He brings her flowers every day. Or, you know, she makes sure to fix his tie for him. Or she irons his clothes before he goes to work. She's got everything pressed and lined up. Got his lunch sitting by the door. That's their system. Yeah. That's what they have lined up. And that's what works for their household. Yep, exactly, man. And that, and that's and you brought up a you brought up a good point. Uh, you know how I'm not gonna look at other people's marriages and compare it to my own because, like you said, everybody's household something works different for them. And you know, I told you before, you know, like earlier last week uh, about when you was talking about uh, I think it was like episode. 54 when you was talking about the bible um and doing things a traditional way how it is to the bible mm-hmm. and you was talking about little Nas x and mm-hmm. um you know how people was basically telling him he's gonna go to hell and all this other stuff and um he was like you're not gonna tell him that what he's doing is wrong um because you're you're not a hypocrite at least According to the Bible, you know, there's certain there's certain ways we should do things according to the Bible. Right. And when you uh, when you said about getting married, how you didn't do it the traditional way, mm-hmm. how you had your kids out of wedlock, out of wedlock and then you end up getting married. But it worked out for you. Right. And for me, I had my kids after I was married and that worked out for me. So, you know, everybody's going to do things differently and still come to a point that they're happily married. They happily, you know, uh, living a good life, got the kids and everything like. So just because, you know, somebody do something a different way don't mean it's not going to work out. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, man, in, in, in life to me, again, people keep in mind, this is my opinion. I feel like with with life, everybody starts out on their own path. Now, at certain points in life, our paths may intertwine. Mm. I mean, you may end up walking on the same path. But at some point, we're going to come to a fork in the road. True. Now, just because we split, you go left, I go right, doesn't mean that it doesn't lead to the same destination at the end. It's right. just, this is the path that I chose to walk. Look down upon. This is the path that you chose to walk. But people get so caught up in, well, you don't do it the way I do it. Man. <laughs> and that's why I tell people, I often tend to myself because I don't like sitting in a room full of people giving their opinions on how other people should conduct their lives according to their rules. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because to me that feels like I'm putting myself in a box. Like I have to conform to your standards. And I'm glad that you brought up that episode because I didn't follow the quote unquote traditional way of starting a family. So that in its own self. And I tell people, I know friends or I've dealt with people who they're married and people ask them that awkward question. 
when are y'all going to have kids? <laughs> to me, I feel like that's that's rude because you don't know if they're trying. They yeah. might have complications, things of that nature. But I tell people, you should never be in a hurry to start a family. Because if you can line all your ducks up in a row in terms of making sure we have a, a reliable vehicle, we have a reliable place to put over the child's head, and we're not going from place to place and doing this and doing that, then you're already on the right path. Because yeah. once you become a parent, you have to be able to provide for these children. Yep. And if you're not in a position to provide, then I understand mistakes happen. Sometimes people have children. They didn't plan them. They didn't mean to. But if I'm married, then this is something that, all right, we have in this conversation. Let's start a family. But are we positioning ourselves to be prepared for what comes after this? Yeah. So when I tell people that, I'm like, you already ahead of the game. <laughs> because I had to do all of this backwards. I didn't have my ducks in a row. Mm. I had a child who technically wasn't really financially able to do what I needed to do. That's how I ended up moving to Louisville to begin with, hoping that I would open up a new chapter. Get to Louisville, get married, have twins. <laughs> man, I got a Chevy Impala, man. Like, can't put twins in a Chevy Impala. So now I'm like, okay, got to get another vehicle. So now we have the two vehicles. So now our kids are older. So now the next step is we got to make sure we have a bigger roof to put over their head. And we have things in order according to what it is that we need at that moment in time. And we're gradually checking things off the list. And to me, what else could you want in life other than to build this bond with your wife? You all have this mutual understanding and she's helping you check these boxes off versus what this lady's talking about. If my wife was this lady, mm. I would first of all, we ain't going to be married. We, we, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't going to make it that far. <laughs> we oh, ain't going to no, be married man. because, oh, man, he ain't got himself together. So how he going to take care of me? And how am I going to be a housewife and stuff like that? And, so it's, and see, man, like what, what you just said over there, like just because you did it the way you did it, in my opinion, don't make it wrong. Like I know what the Bible says and everything like that. And uh, but if you are still moving into your purpose and everything and then it works out for you like it is right now. Maybe that was meant to go that way. Right. And, you know, even with me, like my situation, me and my wife got married early. We both got married when we was 21 and we struggled in the beginning as a newly married couple. And then I moved in the same way you did just married. So mm -hmm. when we had kids and stuff, we had to get a bigger car. We had to move in a bigger house. You know, I got three kids, too. I got three girls. So, you know, I basically had to move almost in the same way as you did. You just had kids and unmarried while I was just married and had kids. So, I mean, it's not that big of a difference. Right. So, like, yeah, like you said, like, we might cross paths, like, but we just did it a different way. Exactly. That's perfect. And and real quick, you know, I understand we kind of got sidetracked, but it it's all perfect. It all it all ties in together because at the end of the day, we're getting older. We're seeing our kids grow. We seeing our kids go to school, do what they need to do, 
getting all these, you know, academic accomplishments and things of that nature. And that to me, I should pat myself on the back. You should pat yourself on the back. I saw yep. you got one getting ready to go to middle school oh, yeah, now. Man. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know the things that I saw growing up. And you said that your parents were married, so you saw that environment. I grew up in a single-parent household. And I'm saying to myself, the goal in life is to show my kids the things that I never got to see. And even though you just established that we're going down this road, yeah, it may be different, but it's still the same kind of process or whatever. Mm -hmm. Once you check something off, you get to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Yep. I tell my wife all the time, like, think about where we were 10 years ago and what we was going through versus where we're, where we're at now. That, to me, is success. Yep. That's satisfaction yep. in its own self. So <laughs> if you listen to somebody that's talking in, in this interview with Kevin Samuels, she established that she's 31, getting ready to be 32. She's not married. She doesn't have kids. But she has this perception in her mind of all these things that she's supposed to have. And I put mm -hmm. emphasis on things because that's what's wrong with people. It's like if he don't have this fancy car, if he don't have this big house with 10 bathrooms, then he's not the man for me. And see that point right there as well, man. That's what Kevin Samuels talking about. That's why I listen to this guy, man, because he gives these women a dose of reality. He, uh, he 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 challenges their delusion, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is you know I want this guy I want to be a provider you know she want all these things but what does that guy that you want what does he want from a woman do you fit these criteria for him and see that's 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 the problem with a lot of these modern women they don't understand that men got a checklist too. And so right. when you don't fit his checklist, you look at him and then talk so bad about him, bruh. And, and Kevin Samuels calls it sign language. Shame, insult, guilt need to be right. The shame. Oh, but your mama black. And so oh, you gay. And then you go to the, uh, the, the guilt. Oh, but you a black man. You supposed to, you know, be with a black woman and then the need to be right. Like you saying all these things just to come back and be like, I'm right in this because you have no accountability. You don't want to own up that your list is trash and that you need to come down back to earth and get you a regular guy. What's wrong with a regular guy? What's wrong with an average guy? You want to go above and beyond, but that guy that's above and beyond don't want you. And that's, you know what? Now you schooling me. Cause I'm, I'm like I said, me, me and my brother was talking about this before you dropped in because he, you know, I, I sent him the videos. Uh, so he was like, Oh man, this is good. Like I like it. He's like, man, but he's at work right now. Cause he wanted uh, to dang. chime in on it too. But, but again, ladies, please understand we're I'm going to speak for you. And I do apologize. No, correct me good. if I'm wrong. We're not attacking women. We're not trying to generalize women. We're just, Speaking on the perception that we get from this video, I'm drawing from some of the things that I've read from people on my friends list, people that I actually know, people that I went to school with, some of my past relationships. And it's like, 
the the thing is you try to put it into this bubble of quote unquote men versus boys so if a man pushes back on well i shouldn't have to buy you all these i shouldn't have to buy your love I shouldn't have to mm. shower you with these things Oh, well, you're a little boy, a real man to take care of his wife, oh, a man. real man to do this, a real man to do that. Boy, that's a whole other podcast man, show right it, there. <laughs> it really is. And that's why, you know, I'm like, this is great. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the next clip real quick because, you All know right, what I'm saying, like, 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 like we, we really starting to dig in and we don't even realize it in yeah. terms of their conversation and how reality versus Delusion. <laughs> exactly. So here, here we go. Unfair deal. You actually want, you ladies want an unfair deal. You want a man to go out and do the things that men have always been expected to do since time immemorial, but yet you don't come to the table wanting to even come and act in good faith. You, women like you, I'm going to talk about you. You come in here talking about a traditional housewife as a slave. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what? You leave men alone. Go get your girlfriend, go buy a dog and live and die by yourself. I get tired of you women talking about men as though we're something to hurt and abuse shit because you watch fucked up social media stories. Mm-hmm. Men are tired of having you put this shit on them. If we talked about y'all like this, you call us toxic. We said uh, traditional housewives are some gold diggers. Then there'll be all kind of problems. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. You guys are used to talking about men in some of the foulest ways. Then say you want them. Okay. Well, let's take it down. What do you do? You want to stay home with your kids? I absolutely do want to stay at home with my kids up until a certain age. Yeah. Then, then where are they going to go after, after what age? Um, I was thinking maybe kindergarten. And, and if you have four children, that means you'll be out of the workforce for at least twelve years. Mm-hmm. What do you do for a living? I'm currently a flight attendant. Flight attendant. Mm-hmm. So, being gone out of workforce for 10, 12 years, think you're going to be able to go back to be a flight attendant at 50? Uh, it's possible, but ideally I would. Right, right. So, in other words, your husband, if you have four kids, he would have to carry the load because even if you sent the kids uh, away to school after the fifth, after the the, the youngest is in kindergarten. You just sit at home by yourself. Ain't that something? That's what I said. So, so like I said 10 minutes ago, why does he have to go out and work and you get to sit on your butt at home? That don't sound like slavery to me. That sounds like luxury. Again, mm. he hit it on the head. And that's why I'm telling you, look, I had to go refill the popcorn at this point because I'm, I'm, I'm actually intrigued by the conversation not necessarily because i felt like okay he's he's speaking up for men but it highlighted her uncertainty Mm -hmm. you don't know what you want you think you want this but then when he's holding your feet to the fire you you're like a little child at this point uh 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 well, I didn't say it that way. I didn't mean it that way because now you're actually able to see how this really looks. If you sit down and just think about stuff sometimes, you 
you'll understand. Like, damn, that's a dumbass idea. <laughs> Excuse my language. That's a, that's a dumb thought. And I felt like the more they had the conversation, the more she started understanding how unrealistic it mm-hmm. sounds. And I don't want to say it's unrealistic because there are some housewives out there. and But surely they're not like, I don't expect to have to cook. I don't expect to have to clean all the time. Then what is it that you expect to do? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, to me, in my opinion, marriage is a partnership. Like you have to be able to build this bond and create this coexistence together. There are going to be days where me and you don't agree. We might argue and fight or whatever, but at the end of the day, not to the point to where, well, if you can't buy me this bag, you can't buy me this, then we don't need to be together. Yep. Yep. And, uh, shoot, man, you, you, you hit that right there. And like, like you said, man, uh, a marriage, in my opinion, is a partnership. And, you know, there's nothing that goes on in the household that my wife isn't a part of. She helps make decisions. She's in there. I'm not going to sit here and say what I say goes and she don't have a say. But at the same time, if I'm going to be the leader, you got to let me lead. See, these modern women like that, like this lady here, I think that's what she would have trouble in. Because, like I said before, men and women are not equal. As men, especially as a husband, provider, father, I am obligated to die for my wife and my kids if I had to. You know, if there, if there was a, if there was a draft that happened, they ain't gonna draft my wife. They're gonna draft me. You know, and there go a bump in the night. A women want women want to holler about. Well, we're equal. Okay, then if there's a bump in the night, it's your turn to go check. You go you go check it. You go check it sound for me real quick. I stay in bed. <laughs> no, that's not flying. That is right. not flying at all. Right. So by nature, by science. Men and women are not equal, and that's what I'm saying, you know. So a lot of women might be like, no, no, you crazy, or something like that. But, I mean, when you think of the biology of a man and a woman, no, they're not equal. But within right. my household, me and my, me and my wife, we're partners in this. We, we do this together. If, if, if I fly low, she's going to fly low with me. If we fly high, we fly high together. Exactly. And that you know what? That's perfect. That's dope right there. That That's actually perfect. And I'm getting ready to touch off topic just a little bit because I can't think of what documentary I was watching, but it was talking about the crack epidemic back in the day in the 80s or whatever. And they were talking about while they were constantly incarcerating black men taking black men out of the household they were also pumping up women to feel like they didn't need a man oh man here here we go so that created a whole generation of people who you know we're talking about single mothers trying to raise boys into men and 
that's where some of that shift started. Well, I done raised my kids. They grown. I don't need a man. I don't need mm. this. I don't need that. So then those kids grow up and they turn around and feel the same exact way. Well, my mama raised us. She didn't need nobody. She didn't need this. She didn't need a man. And I feel like it kind of snowballed into where we're at now. So you have a generation of people who are confused because we see what our grandparents had. You just heard me tell you, my grandparents were married, but my parents were not. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I want what my grandparents had, but I also want to be independent. Yeah, I man. also want to be able to make my own decisions. You used the word earlier, submissive. Oh, man. I'm not going to be submissive to a man and him coming home and going there and fix me a sandwich, going there and fix me something to eat. See? Well, <laughs> I got this degree on the wall. I got the same thing you got on the wall. Going there and make your own damn sandwich. And then that's where the arguments start. So that's why I was just like, you know, this conversation that they having is perfect because it's like she wants the traditional marriage, but she don't want all the things that come with it. Mm. So at this point, you, you're you a leech to me. Yeah, man. You just want to be taken care of and you don't want to have to do nothing. So you want all the, the fruit, but mm. you don't want to be a part of the, the watering the growing, you just you just want to be able to oh my. pick the fruit from the tree. You know what, man? Like when you was talking about, you know, the whole uh, back in the '80s, that has snowballed. It snowballed to the point to where eighty percent of America is raised by single women. Y'all can Google that. Eighty percent is raised by single women. And today, with the whole feminist movement and everything like that, you know, you've created women like this that is talking to Kevin Samuels right now. You know, she looks at being a housewife as a slave because she feels so independent. She got her own stuff. She got her own thing going, which is cool and all. But as men, we don't look at that. We don't look at that. When a man, a, a man does not... Um, shoot! I'm, <laughs> hold on, I'm trying. I'm trying to frame this right without without Look, without coming me. off the wrong. Trust way. me, I'm gonna make sure we're not in the doghouse. So again, if y'all still listening, man, just uh, like listening with an open mind. That's all I ask. Like we're not trying to degrade anybody or put women down or nothing. It's just some of this is just where we're at. This is reality. Well, and that's what I'm saying, man. Men, men don't men don't look at that. We. If a man has his own thing going, if a man has a good job, has his own has his own place, whatever like that, um, and he's looking for a wife, he's not going to sit there and be like, oh, man, shoot, I bet she looked good walking across that stage when she got her degree. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't no man looking like it or thinking like that. You know, we, we do. We go off. We go off your looks. And that's why a lot of that's that's just the initial thing. And a lot of men that do that or women look women look at that like oh man that's shallow but y'all do the same and like man shoot (laughs) i I get it man i get it and and you're right you're right they do the same it's like if he don't drive this kind of car if he don't look like he has this 
amount of money, then you're not interested. You're not willing to build with me to get to this point to where, guess what? We both have these cars. We mm -hmm. both have this house. And we can both sit back at the same time and put our feet up and enjoy, like I said earlier, the fruits of our labor. You want to take the shortcut. You mm -hmm. want somebody who already has it so you don't have to run this race with me. Mm. You don't want to go through the race with me and we both cross the finish line together. You want to sit on in the stands and watch me run the race. Oh, yeah. And that's where my opinion changes because as a male, the perception is you're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be there financially. You're supposed to be there and provide that strength. You said if there's a sound outside, you're supposed to go check. I get that. But this is where a lot of people might be offended, and I apologize ahead of time. I feel like that in the process of doing all of that, if it gets to the point to where it's like, all right, you wanted to be a housewife. We got a whole new set of kids in the house I'm having a hard time keeping all of this afloat honey you might have to go get a little part time gig you might have to go do something oh hell no you better go get a second job you better go do this so now you're putting more pressure on him to where now it's like man I, I know dudes who work two and three jobs to provide for their family there's nothing wrong with that as a man if he feels the need to do whatever he needs to do, then great. That's him being a man. Yep. But in my opinion, if I have a wife and she's willing to watch me get up, go to a job, I don't even have time to come home. I might have to change and head straight to the next job. And I might only get four or five hours of sleep before I got to get up and do it all over again. That to me is selfish. Mm. when you can be like, you know what, until we get back on our feet or get to where we were, here, you know what, I'll, I'll go get a little part-time job. I'll help relieve you because at the end of the day, guess what? Once we get back on our feet, we can go back to where we were. You can go back to being at home. Just give me a little bit of a, of a leeway so I can make these plans to get to the next step. Yeah. Because instead of working two or three jobs, Guess what? You just bought me time to go get another job that pays more than all three of them combined. Yeah. But when you say things like that, heck no, uh-uh, she's stupid. Ain't no way he's supposed to do this. And that's where my opinion is different than a lot of people because I'm like, unless I have no other option but to go out and pick up another gig or pick up something else, then why am I going to break my back while you sit at home all day? Yeah, man. And, and see, that that's the thing that also I feel like if if I think that if a man is in that position, you know, in a way that's kind of on him. Because a lot of times dating, well, I ain't going to say a lot of times, dating is collecting data. If you didn't collect enough data to understand what you was getting, then that's on you. Facts. <laughs> like you should have collect enough data to know what you're getting in this in this wife, or even even vice versa in this husband. Like, <laughs> facts. Like, come on now. 
dating is collecting data. You better collect all the data you can get before you roll into something that is going to be detrimental to get out of. Exactly. You know what? That that brings up an interesting point that I have here in my notes, and we'll talk about it later. The whole Dr. Dre, Bill Gates, oh, and man. all these divorces <laughs> that I like, man, I feel bad for them dudes. But I'm going to roll this next little clip out. We got two more clips that I want to let people hear, and then we'll we'll go from there. Cool. I want you to continue before I explain that. Go ahead. No, I want you to continue before I explain. Well, but coming from a place of good faith, meaning that a man is something to be valued. Mm-hmm. Meaning that the most important duty or responsibility a woman has on the planet is her children and her family. You don't want to have anybody else raising your kids, feeding your kids. You're supposed to take pride in these kind of things. Yeah. You are supposed to be proud about it. Mm-hmm. Following a recipe used to be insulting to women. They made their own recipes, but that's when women taught each other how to cook. So you're supposed to write in recipes to recipe books, not just looking on the back of a box. But you didn't. But but sadly, many women today don't know how to do this stuff. You went to school, you got an education, pretty much like a guy that was gender neutral, and you're out here working, and then you want a man to come along and do what men have done for hundreds of years, but you're not even qualified to do what the women you used to call slaves did with joy. And that that goes back to what we've been talking about. We've been on here now for almost an hour. So it's like, you know, no need to beat a, a dead horse or whatever. But it's like my grandmother, every time I seen her, she was making something. She enjoyed baking. She enjoyed cooking. Like she hung her hat on that. Oh, yeah. And. A lot of those dishes and stuff I wish I could have right now. Unfortunately, you know, my grandmother, she's been gone now for, what, nine years. But a lot of those things that she used to make, you can't replicate that. Hey, man, that's that's the same with my grandmother, man. And she did. She took pride. She was a country woman living out in Litchfield, Kentucky. And she, uh, you know, she lost her husband when my father was seven years old and my father was the youngest of 10 children and she could cook up a storm man she had on recipes and everything like that so you know and and she was a traditional housewife up until uh you know she had to you know she lost her husband Mm -hmm. and then she did she went out she had to go get a job after her husband passed and she did what she what she could so my father was basically raised by a single mother and now you know my dad and my mom they still married although he really didn't see that with his father dying at seven he still showed me the example of what it should look like what it can look like you know mine is not going to be the same but my mom she ended up getting a job uh after all of us went to school and mm-hmm. now she's been in that job still to this day. And, you know, so she was a traditional housewife. And she still was, even when she was working. That's how it is. I mean, and, and it's not, it's it's hard to find traditional women now. You know, because everybody, right. you know, this, fem- this feminist movement is pointing women in a different direction. You know, that independent, like, 
I don't need no man, but I want a man type stuff. Exactly. And and that's where that, that conversation boils down to at the end of it. And, you know, just to touch back on, on what you just said, because the cost of living is different. It costs more to maintain a household. So that's where I feel like sometimes it's it's not fair to look back Oh, well, back in the day, men did this. Back in the day, men did that, and the women done this. But they could afford it. Yeah. And it's like, man, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the cost of rent. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that might be what it would cost to run a whole household back then. And we just talking about rent. We ain't talking about utilities keeping the cars going, gas, insurance, putting clothes on the kids back. And back then, the parents, the the mother made the clothes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man, yep, that too. Or kids had hand-me-downs. You know, like, hey, man, your brother used to walk in these shoes. Yeah, these my, are shoes you're going to learn my how to walk in. To do that. <laughs> so it's like, fast forward now, it's like, nobody's even willing. I ain't putting no hand-me-downs on. You know, people feel like they're too proud. So I was like, but that's what they used to do back in the day. There mm. wasn't that sense of you too good for this. So that's what I'm saying. You can't have it both ways. You're going to have to sacrifice something and meet in the middle unless you just come into a multi-millionaire. And you win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm going to play this last clip real quick, and then we're going to dive in to this whole Situation and it's all gonna come back full circle in regards to money and what this lady is in her mind thinking uh, the the ideal marriage is versus reality. What what you said to me what reminds me is so much of what happened with generation silent generation and baby boomers, the baby boomer generation, my mother's generation, their mother and their grandmother's generation because they had to slave for their husbands to do all this other kind of stuff. And then they realized that when they got to be later in life, that they had failed as women. They realized that every other generation of women up to them had done their jobs. They were the generation that spent all the money, sold the family houses. They're the most selfish generation that ever lived. And the ones that are still alive will tell you, we have failed as women because they're my parents. They made a generation of harder women and softer men all because they looked upon what their mothers did as being beneath them because they got a little funky piece of education, a little bit of government assistance, and were told that you were better than your man in the civil rights struggle. The only group of women that actually looks at their the women past them as fools. But yet, now you're the most edu- you know, you, you you make more money, you're more educated than the previous groups of women. You have more options, opportunity. You're freest than ever been, and you're the most unhappy group of black women that ever existed. I don't feel that way because I. The stats say that though. Okay. You don't feel that way. The stats say that though. One in four of you will marry in a lifetime. <clears throat> okay. You said I don't want to be a slave, yeah, you and you said basically you said your mama's slave. Yes, because I see that I see and and hear the way that my father treats my mother, and I know that she deserves better. Oh, you need to stay in your place. 
You need to stay in your place. In my place, how? As a child. <laughs> that's just, that's funny. That that's super funny. So real quick, I'm a, I'm gonna lay the context of this conversation. So again, I, I I highly encourage people to go and watch this video if you haven't already, and you'll understand the full conversation because if you listen to these clips, it sounds like he's attacking her. Or, you know what I'm saying, like he's degrading women, and that's far from the truth. So let me lay the context, because she said that she looked at her mother as a slave in regards to her marriage with her father. She said that they've been married 30-plus years, and the more he questioned her, he was like, how many children does your mother have? And she's like, think she said six yeah and he was like you know does your father have any outside kids he was like no my mother had kids by two other men prior to meeting her father so her father married a lady or a woman that had outside children and they've been married for 30 plus years but she's going to have the nerve to say that her mother was a slave. Mm. That in its own self, if I was the mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the father really like that's, that's a slap in both of our faces because at the end of the day, in 30 plus years of marriage, we've stuck by each other through thick and thin. We've raised you, you mm-hmm. 30 plus years old, but instead of you, looking at what we were able to come together and do you're looking at she's a slave right that's as as it's like that's all you got out of this whole 30 something years that you've been watching us <laughs> that right. you've been slaving but yet like what what he called he called the dad uh, a superhero, superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said like a superhero to me he's definitely a superhero because even 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 with looking at that, and again, I don't want to dive into their situation because everybody is different. It's like it takes a different type of person to accept another man or another woman's child oh, yeah, and man. raise them as their own without being biased. You don't have no kind of, you know, hatefulness towards the child for something that the child has no control over. Right. That's just something from a previous relationship or. If a man slips up in his marriage, again, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> if a man slips up in his marriage or relationship and has a baby and you, you know, forgave this person and you accepted that child and you tried to continue on, then that's a whole different type of love. Yeah. So this man accepted this woman for who she was and what she came with and married her. And raised y'all all under one roof, and you looked at your mother as a slave. So mm. to me, again, you already lost. Like you don't know what the hell you want yeah. because <laughs> she don't. She she don't. She don't know what she want at all, man. And you know, uh, there might be women out there and be like, you know, so what? She could still have what she want. And, you know, if that's what she wants, that's what she's looking for, she'll find it and stuff like that. And rightfully so. Maybe so. You know, you can want something all you want, but can you get it? Do you qualify? And that's Kevin Samuel's whole thing. Do you qualify? And 
like she can't even get a ticket to the game by how she's thinking right now. <laughs> exactly. It's like you want everything handed to you. You want this perfect lifestyle, and you're not willing to sacrifice anything to have it. And that's the part that I don't agree with. So there goes another I respectfully disagree because even when he questioned her, and it's like after the kids go to school, then what? Oh, I'm still going to chill at the house. Mm. Like, you ain't willing. You know what? Hey, honey, instead of you doing all the work and doing this and doing that, hey, maybe, well, you think if I go get a part-time job to help relieve some of this stress, right. the kids are in, in school. Even if I go be a door greeter for four or five hours a day, just give me something to do to get out the house. Nah, I'm still going to stay at home. <laughs> give me the credit card so I can go shopping. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just unrealistic expectations. And like yeah. I said, it, it boils back down to listening to outside influences. And see, that's how, see, my perception is like, you know, at at one point, my wife was a housewife in the beginning because you know we wanted we didn't want to put our kids in daycare, mm-hmm. so you know she stayed home with the kids and stuff like that, and uh, it was it was good, but I had to work a lot to cover everything, and she was busting her butt at home doing everything, and you know, hey, she killed. She always killed. And then it came to the point to where, you know, hey, I'm going to go get a gig, you know. So she got a gig at the daycare. So she thought, like, if I can't stay at home, I'm going to go still raise my kids at this job. We made it work for us. Right. And some people might do it differently, which is cool. It ain't nothing wrong with that. And, you know, we just did what worked for us. And, you know, we still Balance. It's That's the right. key word, man, balance. Finding that balance in what works for your household. And, again, I, I catch myself in hot water sometimes because I honestly feel like people look at TV, they listen to music lyrics, and they truly become brainwashed into thinking that if you don't have what the people you see on TV have, then your life is not successful. And to me, that's that's far from the truth. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm so glad this has all come full circle because we're looking at the news right now. Bill Gates, the richest man on the planet, or one of them rather, one of the richest men on the planet is going through a divorce. Mm. I'm sure his wife ain't never worked a day in her life after she met him. Nope. But you can't buy happiness. That's true. Dr. Dre. Beats by Dre. The Chronic. <laughs> NWA. <laughs> like, Dr. Dre been around for a long time. He's going through a divorce. And when I saw that his wife wanted $2 million a month in the divorce settlement. I instantly got mad. <laughs> so that in, that could be a whole nother podcast oh, man, in his own is. self. So you can you could throw so many names out there from even Jeff Bezos. Man. Like it's it's so many names. And even Kevin Samuels, he has he has a whole show on just that 
particular issue talking about that. Right. So it's like you want the man to pay for everything in the marriage and you want the man to pay for everything after the marriage didn't work. But yet you can't explain what it is you brought to the marriage. And I hear people all the time, well, she was there to support him through all of that. And that's the least he can do. I listen to Ricky Smiley every morning. I love <laughs> Ricky Smiley morning show. And, you know, Gary with the T has his little segment. And he he pushes that narrative a lot about women deserve half. You know, Gary Owens and his wife are going yeah. through divorce. And she's fouling the, you know, whatever it is called to where she wants uh, spousal support or whatever. Yeah. And um, it's like, he's, he's taking care of you all of this time. He's always providing, make sure the kids are all right. But now for whatever reason that y'all are unhappy and it didn't work, you still want to take him for his money. Mm-hmm. Oh, she deserves that. She deserves, she earned that. Like What? And that's why I tell people the the beauty in building something together to me is more rewarding than going into something where somebody already has it. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, there are a lot of situations. See, I'll frame it like this. A man who marries a woman and... Then they get the money. I feel like, yes, that's where I feel like the woman earns half. She mm-hmm. she deserves that. But if a man already has what he has, and then he brings you into his life in a marriage, then that's questionable. Exactly. But then when you say he should have got a prenup, oh, she's stupid if she signed a prenup. So... Are you there for the person or are you there because of the status that this person has? And it can be vice versa. So please, women, again, don't feel like I'm attacking you or whatever, because I've seen males who ask for spousal support, too. Again, that's a whole nother conversation in its own self. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because I've seen people, man, if a man needs spousal support from a woman, he ain't a man. And it's like, what? But y'all want it to be equal. Uh, see, full circle already. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all want it to be equal. So, nah. I want to get my check on the first and the fifteenth too, <laughs> but real quick, and then we'll we'll wrap it up after this because I grew up in an era where I watched Eddie Murphy raw, mm. and I know I shouldn't have been watching Eddie Murphy raw, <laughs> but it's like anybody that's familiar with that, he does a whole uh, little skit about half and women taking half of a man's, you know, earnings and stuff like that. And it's like, I had this pre-notion all my life about marriage. Now, whether or not it was fair, I don't know. But it's like, I'm not going to marry a woman who I know in the beginning. Like you said, you collect data during dating. Mm -hmm. So you know what you're getting into. So you can't jump into a marriage and then act like, oh, I didn't know who this person was. No, you, right. no, then you shouldn't have been getting married to begin with. But it's like, I had this pre notion. It's like, nah, we going to build this together because if I already got it, mm-hmm. then what do I really need you for? 
And if that's the case, I need to make sure that you're here for me and not what I have. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, that's that's why a lot of men nowadays are not getting married. Ooh. They 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 not because they because when you look at women like her who wants an already established man, and she's already confused on you know what she wants. Why would a man bring you bring you into his life just so you can live the luxury, and then when y'all divorce, you automatically get half, mm. especially if you don't have kids. Exactly, real quick, because I got a sound bite. <laughs> I already got it ready too. Half. <laughs> I take half his shit. Eddie Murphy raised me, man, and that's why I told you that when you sat down, it's like none of this is rehearsed. None of this is rehearsed. It it, it just all comes full circle. Just having conversation, just having a genuine conversation, having fun with it. So at the end of the day, I don't feel like we judged anybody. We just gave our thoughts on a 30-minute clip. I'm going to actually go back and watch some more of Kevin Samuels' uh, videos because I even seen one where he went at a man. Oh, yeah, man. So. And, and dude, let me say this, like <laughs> – Kevin Samuels, like, people like to talk about him bashing women and stuff like that, but he is way more brutal to men than women. For three years, Kevin Samuel has been talking to men, and he just started inviting women to the conversation last year. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, oh, he, wow. For three years, he was talking to men, you know, telling men how to dress, telling men uh, how you need to put in this work to become the best version of yourself, uh, telling you to stop focusing on women and focus on your purpose and your money so you can get to the point to where women flock to you and you not flock to women. So, like, people don't look at him and come to his videos with an open mind because they see these clips and he's automatically hated. Right, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm the perfect example of that. <laughs> and that's why I told people, like, even with the clips that, that we played in this episode... I still wanted to make sure I laid the context so that people can go out and watch for themselves and not form an opinion about him in the conversation that he's having with this young lady. Because on the outside looking in, you would think that he's trying to, you know, poo-poo on her <laughs> visions of, of marriage and being a housewife and stuff like that. But in reality, he's having her reflect on what it is that she actually wants. Yeah, and see, that's why I recommend people, man or woman, to listen to Kevin because he, he tells you what men are thinking. This is what we think a lot of times when it comes to women, but we can't say it without you taking it as bashing or uh, downing you or whatever, you know, whatever term you want to use. And, you know, what he speaks, he speaks truth, and he throws in facts. He has numbers. He graduated and um, what did he graduate? He he graduated in um, something that has to do with math and statistics and uh, engineering. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he's a numbers guy. So he throws out percentages, facts. And uh, when he puts the number to it, because he tells a lot of these women who wants these high-value men mm -hmm. that, okay, you want a high-value man, between 8 and 10% of men make six figures and above. So, 
if there's seven million women going after these same men, what makes you think you're gonna get them? And do you qualify? Hey, he, hey, when he throws them hey, numbers in there, man. Hey, men lie, women lie, numbers <laughs> don't. Dog. And that's that's dope, and that's why I'm telling you, like, dog, you you definitely got my wheels turning. I definitely want to go back and look at some more of his content. It's just from a entertaining perspective you know just hear you know different people's thoughts on stuff of course i'm already married so it don't i don't gain nothing from it other than maybe a few little tips here and there on how mm-hmm. i can improve what i need to be doing as a man as a husband a father or whatnot but it's it's definitely a dope conversation and i definitely appreciate you for open opening my eyes to that oh man hey since you just said that i i, I want to say one more thing as to why you know me personally i like to look at his videos because as a father i have three girls i don't want to create the same delusion as this woman even though she still had the traditional household as to hey this is how you do it Mm -hmm. this is how you should do it and we still happy we still married for 30 plus years i don't i want to be able to give my daughters this information as it come up because I didn't see my father do that with my sisters. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to deprive my kids, my girls of thinking that they can get this, that and the third and not work for it. That's fair, man. And, and honestly, man, we both fall into that category. My father has all sons. So, Again, my my parents were never married, so as far as affection and, you know, having compassion and stuff, I never saw that. You know, it was never demonstrated for me. So I'm still having to learn and work on that myself because I have two daughters. And I know my girls, they love that whole, you know, give me flowers, give me this, you know. (laughs) And I'm telling myself, I'm like, man, I need to work on that and make sure that they see me demonstrating that with my wife, yeah. their mother, because that gives them a whole nother set of expectations when it does come time for them to get ready to date. They're not just going to fall for the okie doke. Right. They're going to have a more set of, you know, standards in terms of, well, if you want me, you got to you got to be ready to bring uh-huh. it. So, and that, and that's and that's the thing, man, especially <laughs> Especially when you're trying to explain to your kids, like he he sheds a light on a lot of things that I never realized when women grow up to become women that, you know, they learn it from everywhere else except where they should learn it from. And so me being their father, because he says in a lot of other videos, he, he tells these women, he was like, what does your father say? And a lot of them say, well, me and my father never really... T- talk about this and that's where i get dang like a lot of these women talk like this and are delusional because their fathers never really talk to them about these kind of situations and if you really want to know what a man thinks your father should be helping you with these men that's true so that's true man but that's that's a whole nother podcast too, right man. a whole nother podcast <laughs> and look here look i had a i had a quote or uh, uh, a part of one of his videos that I watched had it written down, but I've, uh, at this point, I feel like it's 
it's not the appropriate time to talk about it because we had such a, 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 a nice conversation about this topic. But he made a statement and he said women wanted an open sexual market and have lowered the value of casual sex. And when he said that, it blew me away because in reality, I agree with him. Yeah. And it's like you look at what's being pushed in society today. You have a lot of the female artists that dress the way they dress. Their lyrics are the way that they are. And as a man, when I challenge it and I say that, dude, like, I don't want to name no names because I ain't finna get into no arguments. But y'all know who some of the most popular female artists are in the industry right now. But when I say, you know, they're they're bigger than that because I feel like they're poisoning our little girls into thinking that it's okay to be ratchet. It's okay to just go out here and be with anybody just because you're not teaching them those core principles of valuing your body, valuing yourself. It's uh, it's it's a hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, going back to his statement, you want to be able to go out and do whatever you want to, and you have lowered the value of casual sex to work. Now a man don't even have to work to get to that point, where back in the day it's like, man, you had to do everything in your power to try to get to third base and get to this mm-hmm. and that, where now it's like, if you got the right amount of money, <laughs> do whatever you want to. See, I'm I'm gonna say and I'm gonna ruffle some feathers right now, but that's that's because women want to move like men. Yeah, I said it. Uh oh. Women want to move like men, Uh-oh. so they feel that they can do what they want to do and sleep who they want to sleep with, without any other repercussion. But go ahead, go ahead, push it for me, man. Listen, 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 you. listen <laughs> Listen, listen. Y'all not so, listening. When you think of it, you can't because th- what's it called? Um broken sexual selection, I think is what it is. Because men sleep with who we are allowed to sleep with. Women sleep with who they want to sleep with. And oh, man. that's why when women have too many sexual partners and they're labeled as that word or whatever, they get mad. But you are the one who set the premise of who you want, how many, where, when. Men have no obligate uh, have no obligations to any sexual uh, um, uh, way with you. Period. Because if we did, it would be called. I ain't gonna say the word, but it rhymes with great. So, (laughs) I mean, if y'all want to be real, let's be real. So, like I said before, women sleep with who they want to sleep with because they control the sexual laws in the environment. And you know what? That's the perfect lob for another conversation. Anybody listening to it, if you want to challenge it, you want to push back on it, or me and you can come back and, and have that conversation hey, in full detail. I definitely <laughs> oh, like damn. it, man. I definitely <laughs> like it. So, appreciate you, man. Uh, no problem, man. Thank you for having me, man. No problem at all, man. We out of here. Hey.
ass toasted No competition, Amnesia Coasting I feel so high, I feel so live My body's in the twine 